Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, where I help passionate entrepreneurs condense an hour of business research into 22 minutes of powerful conversations filled with knowledge, stories, and advice to help you achieve your one-year goal in 90 days. From national stages to your earbuds, I'm here to tell you that it's possible to have a profitable and sustainable business without the fear of overwhelm and uncertainty that comes with being an entrepreneur. It's all mojo and none of the fluff. It's time to get motivated in 22 minutes. All right, welcome back to this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. This is our brand performance podcast. Today, our performance conversation is with our very special guest, Sharon Shannon. Now, Sharon Shannon and I met when she was a presenter at the Fearless Women's Summit. And right there, you're going to understand why we've got <laughs> Sharon with us because she's a faith coach. She's a speaker. She's the CEO of In Sharon's Heart. She's the organizer of the women's movement, and she helps emerging and aspiring faith-based women entrepreneurs build their online business using their God-given gifts. Okay, now right there, why would you not want to have that? So, you know, because she is serving others and living a life with financial freedom, and so this is our episode today. So, Sharon, welcome to, uh, to this episode. Thank you, Marlo, so Absolutely. much. Okay, so, you know, I was taken by meeting you, understanding your story. Can you help our audience understand how you've arrived at creating In Shannon's Heart and the brand that you represent today? Okay. Marlo, thanks again for having me on your show. I know I've thanked you before the show. I want to thank you again. I'm probably going to thank you after the show. Your podcast is amazing. I don't miss any episode since I've known you. And I know we met a little while ago, just one of the best podcasts, but sorry, just wanted to get that out and just say, wonderful, keep doing what you're doing. Okay, so how did I end up with In Sharon's Heart? Well, years back, maybe about 10 years or so, I was in a bad place emotionally. I felt like my life was a great life, uh, I was happy and am happy. I've always been happy to walk this earth and I'm blessed to be able to do that. So that was a given. However, though, late in the midnight hour, after I laid my head on that pillow is when I would be alone and out my thoughts like we all are. I would just think about the regrets in my life. I know that what people don't like that word. I don't mind using it because it's something that I use when I say that word. I don't say it with any pity associated with, with it. It's just that some things I wish did not happen. However, though, I want to say at the same time that everything that I wish didn't happen were lessons that should have happened. In other words, I wouldn't want to go back and relive them. Mm, yeah. That's what I call regrets. Yeah. The things that you're, you're grateful for. You understand what I mean? You bet. Right. So I was just really down in the dumps at night. I was like, I, I should be further along in my life. I was thinking about everything I said or didn't say and I did or didn't do. And I'm not talking about things that got me in trouble or anything like that. I was just thinking about just so many missed opportunities in my life. And even though I was achieving worldly things, I was getting education education, advanced degree, and, and that nature. And I had a great job and I had wonderful kids and I just wasn't fulfilled. One day I just got up and I said, you know, you got to stop going through the robot show every day where you're starting, where, you, where you're just going through the motion 
And when people are asking you how you're doing, oh, I'm fine and everything, but you're not really fine. And how long are you going to go on like this where it's like a robotic show every day, but when you get home is back to doing nothing. Get a little snack, sit down, watch TV, don't do anything, be a mom, which I loved and uh, always will love. But I wasn't doing Sharon. And um, I started saying to myself, you know what? I'm not going to live like this anymore. Me just being down and out about my life not being perfect, it's okay because no life is perfect. The fact that I am just existing meant something and started meaning something to me. And when I started getting out of my pity party, when I started finally getting to the point where I said, Sharon, you have to start serving people. You have to get out of your head. You have to start being more vulnerable. You have to start living for yourself and stop living for everybody else is when and Sharon's heart started. Wow. And it started because I wanted to be more vulnerable. Okay, so, you know, that, that's a really good point. What was the catalyst, though, for choosing it? You know, you were mm-hmm. lacking fulfillment. You were in that space for quite some time. You know, when, when, or was there a catalyst moment that, that flipped the switch where it allowed you to say, look, I'm going to serve others. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm, I'm going to live my best life. One of the moments, there were a series of things, but one of the key moments was when I met with my pastor at my, my latest church. I love the church. I've always loved being able to just be around like-minded people. Although sometimes, though, I do love being around people who think differently than I do, okay? So that's mm-hmm. all right, too, because that's growth. However, though, or in addition to I met with him one day. He said he wanted to meet with me one day. He saw me at church and I was like, okay, great. So I meet with him and he starts telling me all these things about my life. He he knew I was depressed at night, not clinically depressed, but he knew. And um, he, he just reiterated everything I already knew that God had more for my life and that I wasn't really living fully. After that is when really I started going to new levels as far as my thinking. He helped me shift my thinking outside of myself. And I started, even though I was serving in my church and I've always uh, did serve in the church and outside the church as well, I started realizing that it was bigger than the church. In other words, I'm not minimizing that, but I, I knew that I had to start veering out. My ministry, if you will, started becoming more outside of the walls of the church. And that's when I started reaching more women. And when you heard me speaking and saw me speaking on the one woman stage, that's what that is about. I know I can reach more people because the church is everywhere. The church is inside of ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. So you empower women. You do this in a group setting. Can you Mm -hmm. give us an example of, you know, when somebody enters into, um, you know, this um, in Sharon's heart process that you started, you know, started in 2013. You know, how are you serving and what does that look like? Well, I help people who want to start online businesses and it's from start to finish. I can't say I do one thing in particular and I work with people, women who are new to the game. They have a gift, but they don't know how to get, get it started. So I help them with their business plan. I help them zone in on one gift, one. Uh, you might be familiar with um, Keller Williams wrote the book, The One Thing. Yes. Him and uh, Pe- Pepison. 
I'm reading that book now. I, I like what it means because what he's saying is that if we will just stick with one thing and maybe and leverage it when it's time to leverage it, we can get a lot more. Think big, go small. I help women zone in on one gift they want to use and then leverage that gift with anything they want to do in that business. As you, you're a podcaster, I'm a podcaster. I know how to set it up. I know how to publish it. I know how to uh, edit a podcast and do everything, the artwork that it takes to, for a podcast. I know how to set up videos and edit videos. So it runs the gamut. And when a, a person goes to the site, they will see everything I've done in my business. And everything I've done in my business are the things that I show them how to do. So if they want to write eBooks, anything they want to do that I have expertise in and building a business from scratch, that's what I help them do. And right now I'm doing that in a group coaching program. I love it. Okay. So how do you get people into defining what that one thing is, you know, tapping into their really true gift? Is there a process that you there take is. with that one? What is it, Sharon? It is, yes. And I have a, a gift analysis that I take people through when I meet with them. But it's about what it always was when we were a little girl. And what is it that, what is that thing that we always love to do? When I was really, maybe in elementary, middle school, I always loved words. I used to read the dictionary. I always loved speaking. And that was part of the, the reason I wasn't fulfilled when I was going through years ago. I wasn't doing what I really love. Don't get me wrong. I, was, I always loved teaching and I loved uh, serving and things like that. However, though, just because we do something well, it doesn't mean that we have to set up, we should be setting up a business doing that, right? It doesn't mean that we are the most fulfilled. Just because we are skilled in a certain area, it doesn't mean that that's what we want to do day in and day out. So it goes back to what people love doing. And what I notice in life is that as we grow older, and what I mean by that, from when we're a little girl and we grow to middle and high school and then to in our 20s, is that the dream that we always had for ourselves starts getting suppressed because we let people talk us out of our dreams and we're not even aware of it. We just look up one day and realize that we're not living for ourselves anymore. We're building everybody else up. I was, I was building everybody else's dream up, except myself, myself. Mm, wow, that's and, powerful, that's yeah. powerful. Okay, so when it comes to being in an online business, that you know, there's entrepreneurs that are listening to this episode right now and you know, they have a desire they see themselves doing an online business. Is there any recommendation on like getting started or like kind of what's, what's step one in defining an online business for yourself, would you say, Sharon? People have to know what it is they want to do and they, they should do something they love. Yeah. I don't believe in chasing out the money, period. And I know I'm speaking to the choir when I, when I, when I say <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, passion, <laughs> not paychecks. That's, that's my mantra, passion, that's not right. paychecks. Because if you're passionate yeah. about it, the paycheck will follow. And then, you know, and, right. and you're authentic, you know, in, in that space where exactly. it just feels better, doesn't it? It does, yeah. because we're showing up for ourselves every day, right? And uh, that's what I tell women. What is it that you love to do? I don't know what I love to do, Sharon. Okay, well, what is it that lives in your heart? I don't know what lives inside my heart. Let's talk. Tell me some of the things. You know something about yourself. You know what you love. You know something you love to do. Come on. Do you love to cook? Do you love to sing? Do you love to just sit around? Do you love to journal? Do you love to walk? It's something that you love yeah. to do that you don't even think about. It's so true because it's so natural. And that's the, that's the funny part is because sometimes it's so close to us, 
the people actually can't witness the fact that they can turn something that they really love doing into into a profit and you know and to sustain that and really make a difference so i think you're you're definitely spot on with that okay so then i have a question for you i mean we help entrepreneurs you know reach their one-year goal and do it in 90 days what's your best advice would you say for accomplishing a one-year goal and achieving it in 90 days? Oh, wow. That's great. I think what people have to do is really start speaking what they want. They need the goal set and what that means. And they can do this in 90 days. They could start with the affirmations. What is it that I want to do? Map it out. Map it out within 90 days, what you want to do and start saying it. Start saying what you want to do and then start really believing it can happen and start grinding every day to make it happen. Now, that looks different from person to person. It's called my faith model. My faith model is how I started when I got up the next morning and I started just grinding it out. What do I want to do? And I started just showing up for myself. Uh, I started uh, a a YouTube channel. I started uh, writing. I started my blog. And even though it might have been very minimal, I was doing something. So someone, we could set up a 12-week plan and say, I want to be, I want to start, I want to start here. This is where I am. And we, and we can map that out within 90 days and something can happen. Mm. Even though people might not think it's much, it's better than it was on day one. So setting the vision working on your mindset, mapping out the plan, having the positive self-talk and taking action. If you do those things, you can reach your one-year goal in 90 days, yes? I think we could get pretty close. Yeah, yes. Well, yeah, because those are the fundamentals, right? That's it's right. the vision, the action, the, the positivity, the, you know, the, all of it. It really kind of it, it folds into it. And where do you think, I'm just curious too, in, in your experience too, Sharon, you know, where do you see people um, getting gummed up the most? Is it mindset, planning, positive self-talk, vision, action? I was just thinking about this when you were talking. You, you, you hit on something. This is the number one reason I think a lot of us don't move is because we don't think we're worthy. Mm-hmm. We don't really believe we deserve it. Because somewhere in our minds, somewhere in our life, and I don't, it could go really deep. It could go way back to the beginning when we were little, someone convinced us that we didn't deserve or don't deserve any greatness in our lives. And we shrink. And as a result of that, we start feeling guilty. We start uh, feeling that imposter syndrome, like I have no right to be here because we don't believe it. We don't believe it. But what I want to do, and this is what I tell women, you need to believe it can happen to you because if it can happen to someone else, and they're breathing the same air as you, it can happen to you. And start believing that. So I think we have blockers in our mind, just like I did years ago. And even though I thought, and this is the irony about when I was going through all of that, when I was thinking, when when I was feeling unfulfilled in my life. This is the irony about it, Marlo. When I was going through all of that, I thought I was the most confident woman in the world. Mm. Yeah. And, And it wasn't until I started doing things when I started really believing, because yes, my faith was strong. However, though, no one's faithful in every area. No, in other words, no one's confident in every area. No one walking the earth is. We all want something to happen, right? We all want greater, whatever that area is for us or areas, right? So I did have faith in myself just walking the earth as an important person who 
was just worthy of being here and being alive, yes. However, though, deep down inside, I really didn't believe it because the evidence doesn't lie. Yeah, yeah. So the number one reason is self-doubt. That's where we get gummed that's, up is self-doubt. That, that's it. That self-doubt is, is really, you know, when we doubt ourselves, that's confidence. And confidence is the purity of action produced by a mind free of doubt. And so it comes into those two components of actions and doubt. Mm-hmm. And That's I right. think, you know, right there, it's like if we can best understand the actions we need to take and, and overcome, you know, our skill set, because that, you know, like you said, we don't think we're worthy. We're lacking confidence. We don't deserve it. We shrink. We feel guilt. We have imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are some pretty big things as, as, you know, as we're listing them out and checking them off, you know, and, and it does. If, if you circle back around and say, you know, I do deserve this. That's right. And, and this is why. Yeah, because, you know, that thinking uh, incapacitated me. It inhibited me. It kept me small. And it was because of fear. And that's another word that goes with that unbelief. It's the fear. We don't, since we don't believe it, we don't believe it because we're really afraid. That's what it really boils down to. We're afraid of failure, just like I was. I was afraid of failure. I was afraid of success and I was afraid of judgment, of rejection. Really, that's what judgment is, right? Not being accepted. I was afraid that if I did put myself out there and I fell on my face, that people would laugh and I would be embarrassed. Even if I was starting small and uh, when I first started my blog, it was with a blog spot back in 2013 because I, I didn't know what I was doing. And um, of course, it morphed into what it is today. But I tell people, listen, it doesn't matter where you are in life. You could start anything with no money. It doesn't matter. Just start something. And I was afraid of success. What if I became successful and everybody knew me? Oh, my gosh. Now I'm visible. But look, when we are supposed to do something, God is going to ensure that we get through it. If he told us to do it, he's going to make sure we get through it. We will not fail. We're only going to fail if we don't start anything. Yeah, no, that's absolutely validating. And, you know, great advice because, you know, I love that you say that fear is really judgment and judgment's really feeling rejection and how all of those big heavy words play into um, what holds us back. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a very clear, yeah, a clear analogy. Okay, so we're, we're coming into the close of the episode. So what advice for somebody that's listening to this episode and, you know, they, they want to move themselves ahead today, what advice would you give them that they could take and act on that would move them one step closer to their goal? Start believing. Now, what does that look like? Start reading something, reading some books that where people actually did something in their lives. Get motivation from that. Get encouragement, inspiration from those types of things. Start following people who are doing it. Follow Malo. She has great things. All right. Follow people like her and get things in your spirit where you're strengthening yourself every day. We, we have to do that because none of us wakes up every day and says, I'm just going to tackle the world every day. Come on. Mm, that's Come such on. great advice. Yes. Yeah, start believing, strengthen your spirit, you know, do it by reading, visioning, inspiring, encouraging, you know, all of those things because you're one step closer, even if you take just one of those actions that you're mentioning there. So it's very, very powerful. Okay. So where can we find you? What's your website? How can we find you on social media and connect with you, Sharon? Oh, Marlo, thank you. I love when you said, just take one of those. That's all it takes. Even if we just take one. Mm. Awesome. Yes. So I am in Sharon'sHeart.com. So I am in Sharon'sHeart.com. My heart to your heart, your heart to my heart. 
that's what, what I am across all social media and Sharon's heart. And that smile is just everlasting. That's Aww. the thing that I am most attracted to. Is Thank this, you. You just have that, that beautiful, just the way that you radiate yourself, Sharon. Thank that just you, in itself says it all. So this is so exciting. So to learn more about Sharon Shannon, you can also visit our website at marlohiggins.com where you can add Sharon to your circle of influence, connect to her different resources. She's got amazing things out there. I mean, there are, she's got the momentum and uh, movement working while you wait for opportunities. She's got many different, uh, you know, how to create workbooks and Canva and, and PowerPoints, all of these great fundamentals. So I really encourage you to connect. So Sharon, this was an absolute delight. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Marlo. So if you enjoyed this episode, we invite you to share this podcast with others and we thank you in advance for your partnership. If you enjoyed and want to share your biggest takeaway, join us over on our Perform and Get Paid community Facebook page. This is where Sharon and I will both engage and respond to your questions. Thank you for being with us today. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Did you enjoy this podcast? If so, subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I coach passionate entrepreneurs like you to achieve complete confidence and clarity to reach your one-year goal in 90 days. Learn how you can get more done in less time with my number one proven formula for consistency and clarity. Simply go to go.marlohiggins.com to download. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo.